Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is our second episode. Third. Uh, Third. Yeah, but we called the first one episode zero. So. Oh yeah. It's episode two. This is episode two of the Minimap Cast. Uh, we're recording this on the 10th of the 10th. That's October 10th, 2018. Uh, last time was Telltale Week. What's this week? Is it is it streaming services week? I mean, that's your topic, so if you want to just, I don't know, like, what's, I'm take just, I'm the just thinking what... podcast from all of us, then sure. <laughs> Fine, it can it can be um, Assassin's Creed week? Sure. We can take a vote. Sure, I mean, like, Jeremy's the only one that's played it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it's a week of news. A week of news. As every week. Yeah, I, I'm going to struggle to... And, like, it's easy to say, oh, it's this week when there are terrible tragedies in the games industry or, like, one of the most anticipated games of the year comes out. But I that's... forgot to mention, I have a segment. You have a segment? I have a segment. June has a segment. Oh, my God. As in, like, later, as right? in like a reoccurring segment? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like... going to be a weekly like, thing. A fortnightly fortnight thing. An episodedly Epis- thing. Yeah, you can talk about Fortnite. <laughs> uh, my name is Kerry Palmer. I am one of the co-founders of Minimap. I will be one of your hosts for this podcast. We need titles. Pardon? We need titles. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Mr. Editor-in-Chief, apparently. No, I, I wrote Managing Editor. I feel like that's a better one. That, that is better. I like that one. Let's not have an editor. Although, don't ever edit my articles without telling me ever again. <laughs> Can we cut this out, please? Uh, beside me is oh, Jeremy Bratitich. Sorry, we didn't oh, start yeah. the thing. Keep going. Beside me is Jeremy Bratitich. Hello, everybody. He is sick. He will be coughing into Mickey Mouse's pocket. Yeah, I... I <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm just not even going to explain it. It's fine. June was sick last time, and now Jeremy's sick. We're trading. Hopefully I don't have it by Red Dead Week. Uh, and also beside me is June Williams. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, we have a variety of things to talk about this week. None of them anywhere near as sad as last time, yep. or as strange as Bowser. Oh, I've got a before the storm on my list, though, so like, oh, that's I, I might be getting a little bit sad <laughs> That's later, true. But... That's, that's like, emotionally sad, not like... Uh, no, I, it's sad differently, but I don't know how to describe Is it. Is there such thing as not emotionally sad? Isn't that like the whole... <laughs> I know, like I said that, I was like, that's just wrong. <laughs> like, I want to say one's tragic and the other one isn't, but they're, like, they're both tragic, so I don't know. One's real world tragic and one's like narratively tragic. Yeah. Yeah? Would you agree? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I did it. Alright. Uh, Jeremy, kick us off. Uh, Who wrote Linus? <laughs> you wrote Linus. No, I, I, <laughs> I fixed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Woo! which is a video game um, made by Ubisoft. Um, the... The not sequel to Assassin's Creed Origins. The not prequel either. Yeah, I don't know if there's a direct connection to. Or I it's think there the is. Next Assassin's Creed game. Yep, it's the next Assassin's Creed game set in the earliest time period. I'm pretty sure they've done. Yes. Um, set in ancient Greece. Well, like four or five hundred BCE. Yes, I think. I think. It, yeah, I think it's roughly four fifty. Um, and so close to four twenty. Yeah. Nice. Um. Wrong number, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that game is interesting. It's almost Origins, but it's not Origins. It's weird. See, so, I'm getting a lot of mixed mixed responses about this game, right? Because, like... Some people love it. The thing is, yeah, and the thing is, like, some people... Like, Waypoint said that, like, it's not... 
fully realized. Yeah. Um, but then there's other people who are saying it's like the game best of the year. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Make up your mind. I know. Like it's a really interesting game. Gamers. Like it's. Fucking <laughs> 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 um, Yeah. So like it's like I'll, I'll, I'll give you the the short of it, which is. Assassin's Creed Odyssey was in development the same time Assassin's Creed Origins was. Yes. Which means that they didn't get to learn the same lessons they learned while making Origins, which is why that it's very close to Origins in a lot of ways, and in a lot of ways it makes mistakes that Origins learned and some it didn't learn. Which is a classic Assassin's Creed, right? Well, it's a a classic Ubisoft thing. Like, because... Well, it's a... it's, it's a, it's It's a classic older Ubisoft thing. Yeah, it's it's they, they've kind of moved away from that. It's what happens when you have a yearly release cycle? Is yeah, that, that means you have to have tandem studios working on on properties that is, are the same, which means that you get studios working on a similar engine. So, like you look at the sort of eras of Assassin's Creed that all of the games could go into. It's like Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood, and Revelations are all off the same sort of gameplay, same engine. One to an extent as well. Yeah, they're all very similar gameplay st- gameplay wise, visually. Um, they've all got their tweaks, but they all, when they came out, were well in development by the time the next, the, well, the previous year came out before it. So they didn't have much time to pivot. I would put three in there also. Well, no, three is, three is in the same echelon as Black Flag, because that's when they, they change a lot of the parkour stuff, a lot of the animations are different, a lot of the mechanics are different, and those, those two games fit together. So right, Assassin's okay. Creed 3 is very different to Revelations. And then Rogue in 4 also. Rogue, Rogue and Liberation... I mean, Liberation was was just an expansion. Yeah, totally. But those those are all in that that next era, and then it's Unity and Syndicate, which all that build off of that new sort of style of engine sort of thing. So then, yeah. and then Origins and Odyssey. It's this is the next one. Yeah, it's they're very similar, but Odyssey has tried to learn, but it's very difficult to do one year out from a game being released that's that big. Yeah, which is interesting because like they are taking next year off. They have said that they're not releasing Assassin's Creed next year. Yes. Um. Which is good. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's... I don't know, like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of interesting things. Odyssey almost feels like it wasn't originally going to be as big as it was. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Odyssey originally feels like that it wasn't going to be as big as it was, and then... I don't know, maybe they, like... Origins or Odyssey? Odyssey, sorry. Okay. Th- that'll happen. No, sorry, I, 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 I don't know if you said it wrong, I just... Don't remember which one you said, and I was okay. Like, From uh, here on out, I'm talking about Odyssey. Okay. Um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Greece feels like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, it, it feels like it might have been an expansion or something because oh. maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, I I could just be completely wrong, but it feels like that at some point they scaled up, and this feels almost like an Assassin's Creed Rogue, which then got bigger. You know what probably happened? Or like, or even like a Uncharted Lost Legacy. Maybe they did scale up after they decided to... Oh, no. No, I don't know. This is the same studio that worked on Syndicate. Right, okay. Which came out three years ago. Which was decently received. Syndicate was one of the better ones, right? Well, it was decently received, but at that point, everyone just had fatigue of the franchise. That everyone was just over it. Because Unity came out and was... Hammond. Kind of the the floppest, the floppiest of the series. It, It was the one that... It was the one that kind of broke the back of, like... Hey, you're putting these out too quickly. There are so many bugs in this. So many bugs, but also it's there are parts of it that are just not that fun. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Three was like that because it was kind of sparse. It was a bit empty, and then they fixed yeah. it with Black Flag by making that really fun and full and realized. Yeah. And then Unity was sort of the similar thing, where it was like, 
uh, this has missed a few things. Yeah. And then Syndicate did a similar thing, like like you guys were saying, where they they had the engine, they they fixed it, they polished it, they filled the world up, they made it okay. But mm. they had a female character for the first time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I kind of liked that it wasn't an option. It wasn't either or. That yeah. It was the both of them at the same time. But yeah, like it. It, it's good that you have the option in Odyssey, but also, Alex, yours sucks. Just make it Cassandra. Yeah, just just make it Cassandra. Like whatever. Anyway, um, let's stop talking about the old ones. Yeah. So Odyssey has got some major changes from Origins, including a Nemesis system light from Shadow of Mordor, which is cool. Yeah. Like, and I like a lot of people don't like that system because they find it annoying. Well, I. What, what do they say? Like none of the like none of the nemesis have like proper names or anything like what introductions. They're like all that. just named, yeah. and you can just look at you can look at a menu to find out their weaknesses. Like you don't like they're not characters. Yeah. Um, like I, the nemesis system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you develop a relationship with those characters in Shadow of Mordor. Mm. Um, yeah. and uh, like I wasn't I wasn't huge on Shadow of Mordor anyway, but like I I didn't mind that system. Um, I didn't think it's, it was like the greatest thing in the universe like a lot of people did no but it's very unique and very um, yeah no it's a, it's a totally interesting system it adds a lot of room for uh what are those stories called the the water cooler moment stories for emergent gameplay yeah where it's like oh i slashed this guy and lit him on fire and he ran away but then he came back and then he was immune to fire and then he killed me and then i came back and he was like even stronger yeah. and i had to take down this whole stronghold and then when i finally got there he blah 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 yeah whereas in odyssey it's very much like I'll, I'll explain this part at the moment, but if you do a lot of damage to the the occupying um, nation of that of an area, then eventually you'll get bounties for doing that. You'll get a bounty put on your head for doing that, and you'll get people chasing you. Yeah. Um. And it's very much like, you know, I just completed a base, and then there's just like this this big dude with a spear just like running up to me, and I can see him on the little compass at the at the top, going from like, he's one hundred meters away. He's 90 meters away. He's 80 meters away. <laughs> and I can just, like, see him running over to where I am. That's so funny. It's that so they, goofy. It's, just, it's pretty funny. They spawn the guy somewhere, and they're just like, go. Yeah, go yeah. Second boy. Yeah, it's, he's like a dog. Um, and, yeah, and, it, like, there's no, like, interaction with him. Like, he just starts attacking you. Are they um, all men? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, it's hard to tell because they're wearing armor, so I don't know. Like, there might be women as well. I don't know. Um, uh, and, yeah, like, and they just kind of, like, attack you, and you kill them, and you, I think the bounty goes down, and then you go higher up level in the tiers, and you get stronger, um, bounty hunters put on you. So how, how is, how do you enjoy that? I enjoy that because I feel like I'm making an impact in the world. Okay. Um, and I enjoy when RPGs give me a feeling like I am impacting the world, which is why Fallout New Vegas is my favourite Fallout game. Um, Because that game, you have a major impact in the world when you do certain quests, and the world drastically changes. Yeah. So I I like that aspect of it. Um, It's almost there, like, it's a little bit light on, like... That that's like I've explained the entirety of that system. Like there's yeah. nothing else. Like you can see the bounty hunters, bounty hunters that are higher up, um, and they're like shadowed out, similar to Shadow of Auto, But that's it. Okay. Um, the other major difference. Well, okay. So there's there's two more other major differences. The other one is the thing I I mentioned earlier, which was that there are occupying nations of each section, whether it's Sparta or Persia. 
Sparta! Yeah. Um. Oh my god, the Spartan kick in that game is phenomenal. That's what everyone keeps saying. You just kick everything. You can kick people. You can kick dogs. No. You can kick boars. You can kick chickens. You can just no. kick anything. Why are you kicking pets? No, not. I mean, like, like things that are attacking you. I don't think I'd put boar under pet. No, not boar, but like dog and chicken. A chicken's attacking you. Is yeah, this, is this a Zelda game? It's a thing. Yeah, chickens attack you, and they apparently fuck you up. I haven't fought a chicken yet, but um, I've seen a lot of articles. It's like chickens are fucking killing me. What the fuck game is this? <laughs> it's weird. It's super strange. It feels like so. It feels like what it was is when Arcane got told that they weren't going to do a Dishonored three because yeah. it wasn't going to fund it. They did. Shadow of the Outsider? Death of the Outsider. Death of the Outsider. Which was all of their ideas for Dishonored 3 put in an expansion in Dishonored 2. Oh, is that, a f- like, the official... Is that... That, that was basically what it was. Cool. It, it, was, it was all the things they had ideas for, and they told they weren't going to be able to make a game, but they could make a smaller expansion on the previous game. Because it's way less overhead, so way cheaper. Yeah. So, they put all of their interesting ideas that they didn't get to try in that. Yeah. This feels like that. Okay. Almost, but in a full game. Um, which is interesting... And so, yeah, you can do things like take over bases, kill high-priority targets, um, destroy, uh, like, materials for the occupying nation, Mm. um, and that lowers their ability... Like, that lowers their influence over the state, and then you can go to the camp of the other nation and start a... It's called a something war. It's like a siege, right? Yeah, it's basically a siege where you have, like, one big fight and you're on one side and you can make the other side take over. Right, so it becomes Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and not in a way which is good. That's because it's Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, because... I don't know the point of that. I really don't understand the point of that. Yeah, I... From what I've heard, this system is, like... Like, cool that it's there, great, good on them, but, like, also... Don't, doesn't it all change without you anyway? So you, you can just do it or you don't and, and it'll all shift and cycle without you? I did it once when it, like, pro, like when like it gave tutorial? me... Yeah, like yeah. when I said, like, hey, let's, let's, you know, take over this from the Persians. And then I did it and I was like, nothing's really changed. Yeah. Like, there's different guards walking around in the cities now. Yeah. But that's kind of it. And then... I got the option to do it again, and I was trying to figure out the point of it, and I don't know the point of it. Yeah. Um, because you're not on any side in this, you're a mercenary in this game. Um, is it Was it fun? The actual fighting in there, or is it just more fighting? Yeah, it was more fighting. Yeah. Um, it's a combo stuff, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was kind of like, I don't know the point of this. And yeah. that almost is like an allegory for a lot of the new things in this game. It's like, this is cool, but I don't know the exact reason they put this in. Right. Like, it almost feels like they put it in as like a new addition to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And then it's just kind of a, a little bit pointless. Right, um, okay. It's like, like because it's in there. Yeah, and this is the downside of me affecting the world, is that there's no point in me affecting this aspect of the world. Right. So I can do it if I want, but I don't have to, and I don't know if there's any point to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The third major difference is, and these two things come hand in hand, is the branching dialogue trees and multiple endings. Yes. Which is probably the biggest change, fundamentally, to the game. And it and it turns Assassin's Creed into a franchise. It Like, it formally transforms it into, basically, an RPG. Like, it is a full RPG. When it used to be an action-adventure game. Yeah, like, uh, Odyssey was RPG light, with gear and items... Sorry, Origins was RPG light with, um, 
you know, like items, gear, skill points, branching yeah. trees. Which they had in other ones, but this was more realized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one is more like, I am deciding what Cassandra does. Um, I am, you know, like, like there's an early mission where you can decide if you want to kill your father or not, which was really early. And I'm like, damn, this is probably a huge impact. Yeah. And I think there's something like 10 endings, I think. or That's a lot. or. or Maybe like between eight and ten, I'm pretty sure. I wonder, ten endings. Yeah, which was like, oh my god. Does it have a system like to see show you what other people chose? No, it doesn't have that. Because mm. um, I love that. In yeah, games. like I I, yeah. I I love one game to that too, but no, it doesn't have that. Yeah, no, you rarely get that for stuff like The Witcher or yeah. Odyssey or Origins. Mm. I just because oh, those yeah, games true. are so huge. That's true. Yeah. I, I feel like it would actually work really well because it like the, the decisions you make in this game are very like flag posted sorry signposted where it's like hey this is a de- time to make a decision what's um, a fly post i said flag post oh okay yeah. it's mine it's my nose um yeah it's what? i don't know i'm saying like you probably heard it wrong because i can't talk properly because of my nose oh yeah. right i thought you're not... saying your nose was a flagpole yeah when i get gusts of wind it flaps um <laughs> yeah yes no so it's that like that is probably the biggest change um and i like that I need to take off my I want to do everything hat when I play this game. Oh, I, I, that hat is sealed upon my crown. I, like, I, like, I don't mean like get every collectible and complete areas. I mean, see every ending because the game oh. is long. Yeah. Like I have that, like I have that on a lot when I play these yeah. games and I need to like actively go, no, I'm just going to make a decision and stick with it. Well, I mean, main storyline takes like 50 hours to complete, doesn't it? Yep. So, yeah. Game yeah. is long. Okay. I mean, oh, like, Origins was long. This is, I think, longer. Um, the world is huge, and the world is really pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting game. It's like so close to like I like Origins more so far. You like Origins more? Yes. You like the RPG light Assassin's Creed more? I mean, even although it's not that different because i know you say they've added those things but when i look at that game i've been playing a whole lot of origins right yeah and when i look at footage for odyssey i look at this i'm like same game yeah so i like i like a lot of the rpg stuff more okay in odyssey i like the branching dialogue i like making decisions i like you like all of the rpgification of it yeah whereas i don't like they were like, like, I, I'm not as big in the story as I was in Origins. Okay. I think because Bayek was such a good character. Yeah, and he had a real personal story. Yeah, like, and he had like a lot of heart and stuff, whereas Cassandra is good, and like, I like her voice acting, and I like her character, but the story around it, I'm not invested yet. Do you think part of that is because all of the quests have to be blank slates for, to allow you to make decisions? Because I've sort of heard, like, criticism, I think it was Kotaku's review that I read, mm-hmm. saying that because there are so many choices that you can make, Cassandra doesn't really get a chance to be a self-defined character, like Bayek was. Yes or no? Um, I think... I, I, I think, like, a lot of the... A lot of the better, better decisions that I make as Cassandra is stuff like... Um, when I'm doing side quest stuff and it's like, how am I going to handle this? I'm like, like, like there was a side quest where some, uh, Greek soldier got his cart 
beaten. No, he like he, I think he's like he, he, like a bunch of materials got stolen by some civilians, okay. and it was like, um. Oh, you know, like, go in the cave and find the civilians that stole my thing. And you go in the cave and you can decide to kill all the civilians and take all the materials back. Or you can say, grab what you can and run before I kill you all. Or you can, I think, say, like, leave him here and then go back and say I couldn't find him or something like that. Or go back and say I killed them all, but there was no materials left or something like that. Oh, that's intense. And it was like, I, I like that stuff because I get to decide what Cassandra would do in this situation. Yes. That and the romance stuff of I'm just going to bang everyone in Greece. Um... <laughs> romance quote yeah. unquote it's just banging it's just banging um absolutely everyone um whereas even that statue that everyone posts screenshots of <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of a lot, a lot of good statues in this game um for good example statues. uh there's a statue on the um on the starting island which you climb on and then when you climb on the statue's dick it's like cause Andrew's like I probably shouldn't be up here <laughs> <laughs> That's um funny. But Bayek, like the, the like the difference is is the is the like the difference that every RPG has when you're playing a character, as opposed to when you're playing someone who is representing you, is that it's always written better when it's you're playing a character because the writing is consistent all the way through. Whereas if you're flip flopping flip flopping through the story as your own character, then it's going to be wildly consistent inconsistent because it's you. Yeah. Um, which is like a normal thing, um, which is fine. Uh, yeah. But Bayek, I think, was written really, really well. So I, I enjoyed that story more. Because the story was all about him from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Um, whereas Cassandra's stuff is very uneven sometimes. Fair enough. Um, How much more do you think you're going to play of it? I, I'm going to try and finish it. Because um, I want to know... I'll like, I, like, I do want to know how it ends. Yeah. Um, and stuff is getting more interesting where I'm up to. Okay. Um, like, the opening is fairly strong um as far as like a oh i wonder what's going to happen next sort of thing like like, okay. like I, I wonder what direction this is going to go and then when you get on the starting island it drops off so much the starting right. island sucks and yeah. it takes t- so long to get off of it oh boring um yeah it's 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 a it's a weak opening gameplay That's section the plague island right have yes mm. yes um which i immediately killed everyone who had the plague um vicious thanos um, <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta, mercy, mercy, Carrie. You gotta kill the sick and the and the healthy alike. No, indiscriminate. Um, yeah, Assassin's Creed Orgy is. Assassin's Creed Orgy. Assassin's Creed Orgy. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is interesting. Um, Greek is Greek is great. Greece is great. Um, it's gorgeous. It is. There are a lot of wolves in this fucking game. A yeah, lot of fucking that's what I've heard. In this game. I, I remember seeing one tweet that was like, "Hey, I've got an idea. AC Origin, AC Odyssey, except there's no fucking wolves." Yeah, there's, there's a lot of goddamn wolves. That's funny. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I expect a full report on my desk by whatever. Yep. Yeah. No. Keep keep us posted. You got it, boss. You got it, boss. Um, what do you what do you guys feel like doing next? So, so June, what do you want to talk about? Um, I finished Before the Storm, which is something we talked about a couple of months ago, weeks ago? Weeks, weeks ago. ago. Weeks ago? Was, that, episode, was that episode zero? Zero. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> and I was saying that um, I was having trouble finishing it because I knew what was going to happen and I didn't want it to happen. I didn't want to have to see it again. Yeah, because it was going to be sad. It was going to be sad. 
Um, how did how did you go? So I was actually really surprised because um, it only has three episodes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't realize that. So I thought it was going to get up to um, after Rachel goes missing. Okay. Um, but it doesn't. It just like it literally. <coughs> it ends with um, spoilers, I guess. It ends with like them being happy and sweet oh. together and like gorgeous, which is almost more sad. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and. And so then, there's... and then, yeah, and then you see, um, like, at the end of the credits, you see, like, a spoiler for Life is Strange. Well, I guess, where, um... Is it the like, missing you, posters, You see or... Rachel's phone and Chloe's calling her, and then you see, um, like, someone taking pictures. Right. Yeah, which is like, fuck! Uh... Like, why would you, why would you do that? Uh... Like, after we've had this really sweet ending where uh... they're, like, being really cuddly and stuff. Um, uh... and... So now I'm thinking, like, I kind of want to replay Life is Strange... To see how it directly follows on. To see, yeah, to see how my interpretation of Chloe is different. Right. Um, knowing about Rachel and how much she loved Rachel. Um, so it being less about also, Max and more about Yeah, I mean, Chloe. the thing is, like, that's also, I really I don't want to play Life is Strange because I don't give a fuck about Max. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, <laughs> there's, there's one scene, there's one scene that's, like, standing out in my mind that, like, I just don't think I could, I don't think I could replay it because I don't want to, watch this scene again is like when right. she goes to the the junkyard and they find Rachel's body underneath the junkyard oh, fuck. and Chloe okay. just breaks down it's like I don't think I, I don't think I could do that right um, because you know it was sad at the first time but like you didn't know who she was yeah like it didn't right. it wasn't from your perspective so you couldn't it didn't resonate and this I guess. is sort of what you were saying last time but now you know they yeah, made you care yeah. um it's like fuck fuck yeah, yeah I don't know that game it was really good I, I, I do kind of wish it was longer um, because I was enjoying it and I was waiting for the more heavy, heavy stuff. I mean, it got, it had some like, geez, like, you know, Jesus, like these kids are in over their heads. Yeah. Um, moments, but like, it wasn't as heavy hitting as Life is Strange was. So are you glad you went, you followed through with it? Absolutely. Like, yeah. um, I think I almost liked this more than I liked the original. Right. But, okay. Yeah. Just because it has like very explicit gay stuff <laughs> it's very um it's it's very sweet and gorgeous and lovely and they don't beat around the bush with their relationship that like they good. did in life is strange you don't you know that sort of floating but you don't get to kiss her until like what episode four or something like that okay, in her bedroom right. um and like it's never really i don't know it's just like real gay right is it is the game itself like th- like the entirety of the game like does it feel the same quality as Don't Nod? Yeah. Because, okay. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Because this one was a different studio. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Okay. Um, I mean, I I think it would be more solid if it was longer as well. It kind of right. just felt like a, a very sort of... It was Is it rushed? Half, I don't think it's rushed. Okay. Is um, it just a smaller story? It's just a smaller story. And okay. it, sort of, it cuts itself off before it could, I guess. Oh, that's annoying when you, when you feel that, when it's like... You could have stood to go for a bit longer here, but... Uh, I don't know, what's what's the other option is it overstays its welcome, I guess. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it almost it, it might even almost work as only three episodes because it does end happily. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I need to play it because I only played one of the endings because um, yeah. I, I think you can... I don't know how the, the second ending plays out if you do that instead. Wait, there's multiple endings for Before the Storm? Yeah. How does, how does that work when it's a prequel? Um, well, Rachel dies sort of matter. Right, okay. <laughs> um, that's, that's interesting, though, you, that, that you they can, have multiple yeah, endings for can, a prequel game. You can either tell um, 
you can either choose to tell Rachel about her mum and that you found her mum, or you can choose to not tell her. Okay. And, well. and it doesn't affect the, the normal... Right, okay. Interesting. Um, and it's sort of like, you know, do you want to um, tell Rachel and have that burden, like, put that burden on her? Right. Or do you want to lie and let Rachel be happy? Right. That is so interesting, because, yeah. like, there's no way they can link those games in together, like, one and Before the Storm, because mm. one's already out, mm. right? Um, that game is done. That game is out and it's done. And so any ramifications from Before the Storm, like, you can't retrofit that into the old yeah. game. So then it just becomes purely about your decision-making and your expression. Like, I, I think that's really cool. It, it's interesting when um, games like that don't have to necessarily link into the next thing and mm. pull you all together and stuff like that, where mm. it can just be a choice you want to make because that's the choice you want to make. Mm. It's interesting. I, I think I really like that decision. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was good. I liked the um, soundtrack better in the first game. Right. Um, but um, there's a lot of daughter, and I think it's rude to put daughter in this kind of game because it breaks my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, you feel manipulated. I feel it's like, how dare you? <laughs> the, the, the game um, is adding you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't at me. Um, yeah. Cool. Are you... Have you played... Are you going to play Life is Strange 2? Yeah, um, I want to. Um, I don't know how I feel about it yet, because it doesn't... Obviously, it's not um, a, a game about me, whereas Life is Strange was, you know, a game about... You know? Yeah. It's not as relatable, obviously, because I'm not a person of colour. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I think I still will play it, because it um, looks good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Cool. It'll be interesting to see how, what they've learnt from the first one. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Donod's been doing a whole lot recently because mm. they th- between one and two, like vampire just a few months well. ago, they came out with Vampire. <laughs> yeah, which is completely different. Yeah, and where is Donod? Like, where's the studio? Oh. They're French, right? Interesting. French. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is interesting. Um, Vampire was shit. Yeah, I hated it. I heard mixed things I about hated it. Hated it. <laughs> like, because gameplay was bad, or gameplay was bad. It looks ugly. It looks ugly for a 2018 game. Yep. Um, the uh, literally the only good thing about it's it spelt bad. Spelt bad. <laughs> <laughs> Main character was bad. Yeah. Um, the only the only good thing that I, I did find interesting was the the mechanic of um, to get experience points you have to drink the blood of the NPCs, but to get the most out of that you have to bond with them more. So the blood quality goes up by unlocking their side stories and stuff like that oh right so you have to get to know them before you can eat them again (laughs) that's how you get experience points to level up which i think is really cool because you have to sort of sacrifice that it's like you know once you do the side stories you might be like i don't really want to kill them now yeah um but that's how life be when you're a vampire i guess (laughs) sometimes it just be (laughs) like sometimes it just be like that um (laughs) (laughs) uh and then yeah it was just not it didn't feel like a don't nod game which is fine (laughs) <laughs> um, and did, I was... did you play Remember Me? Yes, I did. Did it feel like that at all? No. Okay. Um, Is that Don't Not? Yep. All oh, right. I really like Remember Me. Mm. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, no, Vampire looks like a very, very solid double A game. I mean, I suppose Don't Not is kind of a. It's almost. Whatever that would be. A. Is it? What's like double A? Like double A and a half. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half A's. Two capital, yeah. one lowercase A's. Yeah, yeah, a. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like their new game, Twin Mirror, looks 
cool. I haven't seen it. No, I don't know what that is. It was at E3, I believe. It was similar to, like... It was kind of like Twin Peaks. It's oh. funny. It, it, it's funny because it's kind of like Twin Peaks meets, like, Mirror's Edge, which is funny because the name... Sorry, not Mirror's Edge. Um, I'm excited for a little bit. Though. What's that game with Sean Ashmore? Oh, Quantum Break. Yeah, that one. Kind of like that, which is funny because, like, it's got Twin in it. And it, it, it it's... I don't know. It looks interesting. It looks so much... It, it looks like the most don't nod sort of game. game kind of? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, if it's a if it's a episodic story-based game like um, Life is Strange and I probably won't play it because I'm not, I'm not big on those kind of games. You don't like episodic games. You're the reason Telltale crashed! <laughs> <laughs> you! <laughs> um... I, yeah, I don't like those kind of like just the gameplay part of it. It's just it's just not my thing. Um, uh, yeah, no, that sounds right. Like because I remember hearing about Life is Strange two and the themes that they were dealing with, and I remember how how on the nose some of it felt while listening to some of the dialogue, mm. and I think that's because it's like a French interpretation of an American like issues yeah like like, like a, a prevalent issue mm. um which i don't mind like i don't i like I, I don't care because not many games tackle that sort of thing um so you know. that's why yeah that's why like i'm sad that they're not going with um the same sort of themes that life is strange did um in terms of like queer storytelling but also like i can't be sad about that because they're tackling other important issues at the same time yeah like, like yeah. While, while it might not be as um as interesting to me it is obviously important to other people. Absolutely. Yeah, like, I mean, they, they seem to be sticking on the same, like, minority sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Which I think is important, important because yeah. not, not many games are doing that. Not many studios are doing that. Yeah, like, and I feel, like, I feel like it's a good avenue for that style of game to tackle that sort of issue because it's not like, you know, doing it in a first-person shooter seems like, <laughs> like you know, ooh. Um, yeah, like Metro or something. Yeah, but, like, I know they, they specifically mention, you know, things like The Wall like from mexico to america oh right oh, like, like like by name yeah no that's right i've heard that they specifically mm. mention like maybe they, they might mention trump explicitly or something I, like I, that. i don't like, know if they mention him by name but they mention or like the election day or something oh really right yeah something okay. like that or like i there's no way this is gonna happen oh my god i can't believe this happened stuff like that right um yeah it's interesting it's and and you saying you saying that june about how it's still these issues are still important even if they're not as um relatable to you as the first one that's sort of how i feel with the first one mm-hmm. um um where it's like i look at that and i'm like this is really a, a really important story and it's really important representation and that's sort of more incentive <laughs> for me to play it than if it didn't have that yeah yeah um because um, it's important g- to support it, stories like yeah, that yeah support give it support um what was I going to say? Fuck, sorry. It, no, it's okay. It also takes the exact same style of thing that Life is Strange 1 does, which is the mother character just not even being in the picture. Yeah. Which is a choice. I don't know. It's odd that they've both done that. I mean, you know, I suppose it'd be interesting to see what Life is Strange 3 does. Um, but that's a, that's that's a really... Seven years. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's a really interesting thing for them to revisit like 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 a, a mother figure not even being in the picture like like do they mention the mother at all in life is strange one 
What, for Max? Who, Max's mum? The, the main character's mum. Um... I, I don't know the I names of the characters. I don't give a shit about Max, so I don't know. Right. I don't you, think you... you uh, in like no, they in... do mention it. They do mention it. Because Max is... Because Arcadia Bay, the the school there is like... It's it's sort of like a boarding school, so she's like away from her family. Right. But in Before the Storm, you have multiple conversations with Chloe's mum. And like your relationship with Chloe's mum. Yeah, but that wasn't Don't Nod, is what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like so... Like... Know, maybe that's about like a blank canvas sort of deal. So it's like... You're, the, you're not trying to... You're not being defined by the game's relationship with the, by what the game is telling you the relationship between these two characters are maybe i, I, know. I know but like it's just interesting that, that in both games there's like there is a father but there like there is not even like a there is no mother it's like it's just interesting to me that both of them have done the exact same blank slate for those for the main characters yeah um that's well, a good point i wonder why yeah i i don't know why um maybe like it might just be like m- maybe one of the writers has a similar sort of can write from that perspective or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Kerry, what do you got? So, uh... Kind of my segment. Oh, you got a segment? Yeah, that's right, you got a se- Hit me with a June, what is it? It's called June's Question Hour, and by hour I mean like five minutes. <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> um, you have to say that exact sentence every well, single time. <laughs> I figure whenever I think about topics, I always think about a question, so I might, may as well just make that a thing, right? Yeah, no, totally. And um, I was saying, saying to you that you should do that, because yeah. I really like that you come with that perspective so here's a question of this one right um seeing as it's the spook month here's your fortnight question of the spook week month. <laughs> um, seeing as it's the spooky month yep. um Ooh. what is everyone's favorite horror, horror game what is everyone's favorite horror game and why um yeah gary you're, 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 you're gonna have a lot to think about very, like horror or like thriller yeah like in that like unsettling you know it's, yeah. it doesn't have to be specifically horror hmm Kerry, go through all the horror games you've played. Every single one of them. My favorite... See, like, for example, I would put Undertale under that. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Okay, interesting. Okay. My favorite horror slash because the fan thriller base is scary. games <laughs> experience was when we were all at school and we played games for four hours. We played, like, an hour of Silent Hill and then we watched the Alice in Road trailer and then we watched a playthrough of PT. PT yeah. And that's basically my entire... Horror <laughs> exposure. Well, out of those ones, which ones did you like? Did you play? Did you play my game? Your game? Yeah, my VR game. I, I did. We... Oh, Grim. Yeah. I never. I never explain, got to ex- explain what that is. Yeah. So, so Jeremy got. So to... my, my my final year project for when I was at school. Um, game school. Yeah. Yeah. When I was at when I was studying to make games, uh, was a virtual reality game called Grim, where you were in a living room playing a game on the television. On the tiddly, television. Deadly vision. Television. Um, and the game that you are playing on the TV slowly starts affecting the living room that you're sitting in. Which is a very, very, very dark living room. Yes. Um, there's a game... It, it was based on an, an idea for another game, um, which existed. Um, and yeah, it's it was fun, and it was great to make. Um, you're, you're sitting in the living room in VR, right? Yeah, yes, so, yes. So you're, you're sitting in the living room in VR, and then... And you're looking at the screen in VR. Yes. Playing yeah. a game... It, yeah, you're you're playing you're, like you're a playing game, a game on a, game, a TV in VR, in game, yeah. and then the monsters in the game appear in the living room with you and jump at you and scare you, unless you catch um, them. So yeah, I couldn't play that. Yep. I never played it. Yeah, no, I mean, I had a lot of fun. I got scared a lot playing my own game. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like fun. Yeah. When you know it's coming, you still get scared. Well, because we we, we set it up so it would be random what direction the monsters oh, would come no. from. Yeah. So we could That's never. So 
we could never do it. Yeah. Like, we could never, like, anticipate where it came from. We specifically made it so wherever you were not looking, that's where the monster would come from. That's good. It's great. Um, so, yeah, no, like, like, that experience, that was when we were doing our narrative unit. And so we were just playing lots of games, that unit. And doing that, that sort of morning of horror was morning it was in the morning as well why would yeah. you why would, come on it was really great though because it was so fun like i haven't that was my favorite part of, of probably the whole course to be honest like, yeah. the narrative unit yeah, yeah that was great and like i think for me it was because i've always been scared to go near that stuff like i'm just a scaredy cat that's just that's just how it is and so i just haven't elected to do that i haven't elected to play a game like that but doing it all in a group like that we could all be scared well, i could that's... jump and then we could all laugh, and then we could, like, talk about it and sort of, like, diffuse the situation and still enjoy it and still get hooked in. Isn't that almost the best part about horror games, is playing with other people? Yes, would it no. 100%. 100%. But, yeah, so I get really excited when I talk to friends. I'm like, oh, I haven't played Until Dawn. You haven't played Until Dawn? We should play Until Dawn together. Until Dawn is a good one to play with other yeah. people as yeah. well. That's probably, like, the, the best one. Yeah, yes. like, that was going to be one of the two that I was going to bring... Yeah. Oh, sorry, one of the three that I was going to bring up was yeah, that, nice. like, like doing... Go like, with it, go. Yeah, like, well, like, when um, some friends and I, when we finished high school, we all went down to a beach house and we bought a PlayStation 4, and every night we would just do, like, two or three chapters of Until Dawn. Yeah. Um, and we would, like, we would take it in turns with the controller, and by committee is how we would decide the different, like, the different decisions you make in that game. And it was so much fun. Yeah. It was, like... It was like we were all playing our own Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> like, it's so fun. I played it um, with my housemates, and the good thing about the game is, like, it, it goes for 10 hours, but it's, like, 10... It's almost perfect to light it up in real-time 10 hours. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, the, the game is over 10 hours because it's from dusk until dawn, right? Oh, yeah. so, like, that's sweet. At, it's like a, like watching a season of 24. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that means, but, like... <laughs> um, yeah, sure. So like, I do that all the time. We started at, like, maybe 6pm, and we finished at, like, 4am, and, right. like, we played it in one sitting. That's awesome. You um, played it from dusk till dawn. Touch, yeah, and I think that's... I don't know. Until dawn is really good. I mean, it's it's very um, over-the-top at some... Like, the characters are very over-the-top. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like... very heavily stereotyped. Yes. Um, but... Not, not as in, like personal stereotype it's like horror movie stereotype yeah it's, it's like a genre love letter yes yeah it, it is the game version of cabin in the woods basically um you should watch that movie also okay <laughs> okay yeah that one that one um that one's a very good one yeah what 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 else uh the other two like i haven't i don't play a lot of horror games like i've played like dead space um but and like a couple of like cry fear and stuff and amnesia but the two that I'm playing, well, like one I was playing a little while ago was Resident Evil One, yeah. um, and that game is very, very good. I've been playing the the remaster on PlayStation Four, and I am surprised how much I am really enjoying that game, considering it's a PlayStation One game, which has been remastered with like better controls and stuff. But yeah. like, it's still it's still tanky, and it's still like you know set camera angles depending on where you are, and um, it's still great. It's still really good. There are some there are some games like that that somehow made their limitations work incredibly well oh yeah yeah like like i've been railing on you about this but um middle gear (laughs) yeah despite its problems the the first despite the the problems with that series the first game in that franchise the original metal gear solid is a terrific game even although (laughs) it 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 plays like a goddamn ps1 game you know um yeah, no, that's some of the most enjoyable experiences you can have, even though it's limited. Yeah, and going off that recently, I I, I have 
now uh, bought a PlayStation 1, like a, an original PlayStation 1, because um, I owned one a long time ago, um, and I, I found a cheap one, and I've been playing Silent Hill, mm-hmm. um, which has been great, because I first played that, well, like, I first watched someone play that when we were at school, yeah. and I was like, damn, I had always wanted to play this game and never had the chance, and I, I was looking at the HD remaster, and I'm like, oh, but I've heard nothing but shit things, because they like, changed the way the fog works in that game, and they changed a lot of stuff for the remaster, and I was like, oh, but I'm not going to get a good experience. So now I have a copy of Silent Hill, and I've been playing it on PlayStation 1, and Is it everything you hoped? It's really, really good. Okay. The fucking sound design in that game is just insane. There's, like, just, like, sirens that are kind of, like, going on, and, you like, you don't know where they're coming from, but it means that there's, like, an enemy close, and the sirens are, like really fucking freaky they're right. they're like it's it's just it's so good that game is really good yeah um so yeah probably silent hill and re1 um are probably the games i've been enjoying the most i've been purposely playing silent hill for october so, i see yes. yes what about you june june um i think i have like two yep and uh so soma i really 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 enjoyed okay yep, yep. um and i i really uh, I really like the, the the idea that um, so they brought out a patch recently where you can turn off monsters. Yes, which I think is really interesting because I don't think the game fundamentally changes as a as a horror game with it, with or without the monsters. Oh, on. that's interesting. Um, yeah, um, and I don't know, that one's a really good one. I like that a lot because it, it was scary, but it wasn't um, jump uh, jump scary. I guess like it wasn't spooky, and I think the way the way that they they made it like that is like once you see how the monsters move you know how to get past them right yeah right and they, they did that really specifically um and exaggeratedly i guess so so it so you do know how to get past it and it's not as scary they sort of like gamify time. it yeah i guess um and like you know you see them in doing their own thing before you have to interact with them so you see how they move there before you have to interact with them in mm. a small space um that and um did anyone play the game off off. Off, no. Off. I haven't heard of um, it. It's by, this name is really good, Mortis Ghost. Mortis it's, Ghost. It's Mortis Ghost. That's a very it's good a, name. It's a French game. Um, it's very, it reminds me of Undertale a bit because it's very, um, very stylized. Like, for example, I'm going to show Carrie this. I don't know if it'll, you'll be able to, like, that's the. Oh, okay. So um, it sort of looks like an old school Final Fantasy turn-based Yeah, thing. I guess it is turn-based, which is a shame. <laughs> turn-based. But um, it's very off-putting and um unsettling and um i mean that the plot is is quite confusing like i played it maybe five years ago now yeah um but the character design and the monster design and the game design and the music design was so good and like um the aesthetic of it is just so good um that yeah that would be mine has that studio put out any other games right when did it come out 2008 Oh wow! Oh, is that studio still the thing? Uh, well, it's just by one dude. Mortis oh, okay, yeah. right, gotcha. Um, did you play that one alone or with people? No, I played it by myself. It's, yeah. it's very, I feel like that. Same with like Undertale, for example. I think both of those are very sort of like personal experiences. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Playing Undertale with someone else would probably not be very it, enjoyable. It would, it would kind of ruin it almost. Yeah. Um, I still haven't played that game all the way through. It's very like pixel, like pixel art, and it, it did take off. Um, it did take off on like Tumblr and fandom. 
mm. because the characters are so good. Yeah. And, like, interesting. The marketing campaign for Undertale must be one of the most interesting things which has never been documented because no one knows how they did it. <laughs> it's really strange. Like, they put that game in random places on Tumblr for it to be found so people felt like they found a hidden I've told, gem. I've told you why it's popular, though, right? Yeah. In fandom. Yeah. Okay. Um... But yeah, like the, the way they the way they put that game out is super super interesting. Yeah, and it found mega success, mega indie what, success. What? Oh my god! Not to talk about Homestuck on our podcast, uh, but what fucking bothers me is like the song Megalovania. Yeah. Which is um. The Homestuck song. Which is the song attached to? Is it Undyne in Undertale? I thought it was just Sansa's song. Or is it Sansa's? I think it's Sansa's because it's Sansa's? like it's so. It's so common in that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it must be Sans. Okay. Um, that now that's... It's... Yeah. When, when like, Megalovania is the uh, Sans Undertale song and not the Vriska Homestuck song. It's like, Vriska came first. <laughs> you assholes. I think um, it's a really good song. <laughs> it is a very good song and I knew it before you. So like, <laughs> I'm the alpha here. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about Homestuck. Carrie, you I should... I still don't know what that is. You should uh, play Undertale on the Switch. Because it's coming on Switch. I have it. I own it. I've I've started oh. it like three times. Oh, okay. Um, I just need to commit. It's the same with Bioshock, actually. But let's not get into that now. That's a spooky game. That is spooky. That is a, that. Now that's part of the reason why I haven't finished that game <laughs> because that game is so spook. I never finished it either. It's I couldn't. Not that it's full, spooky. It's full of jump scares. It's so spook. It's just like crazy people. It's real spook. Yeah. Compared to, I played the, the songbird in Bioshock Infinite is spookier than the people in. Yeah, but that's only like thirty minutes. It's not like yeah, every but, yeah, ten but, minutes. Yeah, but when the songbird comes up, I'm like, fuck! It's the fucking songbird. Yeah, but then you get over it. It's not the whole game. Bioshock, that whole game is spook. All the splices yeah. they jump out, that all the lights turn off, and then they... yeah, but once you see them, it's just like, oh, there's another person I can just shoot in the head. I remember uh, when I was a kid. Like, when did the first Bioshock come out? 2007? No, it was even earlier than that. It was really close to... Because it, it came out 360 PS3. Yeah, I googled it. And yeah. 360 came out 2006. So... Hang on. Probably a year, a year or two after it. Yeah, I'd yeah. say 2007. I'm 2007, banking on... 2007, you're right. Yeah! Um, I remember... Because, like, what? I was... How old was I? 13? I don't... In 2007? Well, yeah. I was 12. I was 13, I think. Okay. How old are you? I, I was born in 95. Yeah, okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, so I was, like, 13, and I remember... Jeremy was two. Shut up, Gary. <laughs> I remember, um, being at my uncle's house and watching him play this game, right? And it's, like, in this medical ward, <laughs> and, like, really spooky, like, really spooky. Except he was just, like, picking really up sh- shit and just, like, fly... Like, it was, he was, like, making it not spooky because I was, like, a child in the room, right? Right. Um, and then I remember playing it recently like for the first time um, and being like hang on a fucking minute this is this game that I was scared of <laughs> yeah, yeah, for like yeah, my yeah. entire life and dreamt about um, oh no <laughs> anyway I was. I, I think it's funny when you have those moments where it's like oh I played this This you, you played something that was like so formative because you enjoyed it so much but you never learned what it was because you were so young yeah. and it was like someone else's house yeah like for, for example I also played Portal at my uncle's house before I knew oh, it was Portal like, right. uh, like the first Portal yeah, yeah. Um, when was that when did Portal come out a similar time that was Orange Box, which I think was also two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been, been around the same time then. Yeah, um, yeah. Which uh, is strange to think about sometimes. I have one more question to kind of go off the previous one. A question this for is your Jude's question. question hour. I know, not I, Jeremy's question. No, hour. this is this 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 is Jeremy's addendum. Fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is, 
Have you ever had an experience in a game which was an un- unintended scary moment in a game? For example, I'll give you I'll give you mine, which was when I first played Shadow of the Colossus with my dad when that game came out. We didn't understand a lot of games because we had got, gotten to PS2 not that long after. And so we had the sword and we were trying to find the first Colossus. We had no idea where it was because we went everywhere instead of straight. <laughs> so we explored <laughs> that entire map looking for the first Colossus. The entire map. The entire fucking Literally map. Literally the whole thing. That game is fucking huge. Like that map on in that game is big. Yeah. And you're just on a horse that entire time trying to find the first Colossus. Yeah. And we were terrified because... So you sort of had this anticipation. Because, like, there wasn't music, it was just the wind. Yeah. And it was, like, just, like, this... Where the fuck is this? It's, it's gonna jump out at us. And this ne- is creepy. And it's, neither of you understood that you had done it wrong. This is empty. We don't know where it is. And we, we were doing that for maybe two hours. Wow. We were, we were going through the the booklet, trying to figure out where the where the Colossus was. We and, you were like, f- and you were, like, into it? Oh, yeah, we were having a great time. It was awesome. It, it, but it was terrifying because we didn't know where it was and yeah. it was like late. It was like 11 p.m. and I was younger at that time. And we, and then at the very end, it was like midnight. And yeah. then dad's like, you got to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to bed. And I was like, just check here. And then we found the first Colossus. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, go to bed. And I'm like, <laughs> what? No, you can't do that. He's like, go to bed. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, there were, it was a freaky hour of just this empty world with ruins and forests yeah. and nothing else yeah and wind oh man i don't know i don't i, I can't i don't think i can think of but i'm trying to think well, of... i mean maybe like you know accidentally seeing something in the corner of my eye that looked scary that wasn't actually scary right okay you should play prey I, I, <laughs> yeah i have i do want to play it that game is is good freaky because it's just like that that entire game is that because the the enemies in that game are mimics yeah and so they find objects and then become that object, and so every now and again you'll see an object just like sh- shake for a little bit, and uh-huh. then and then stay still, and you're like, oh no, there's a mimic nearby, right? And so you gotta like start just bashing random objects trying to find that the, sounds so silly where, where the mimic is. But then when you <laughs> I love prop hunt, it yeah, no, it, it sounds exactly like, like prop hunt. It, it is prop hunt, except then when you bash the object with the mimic, it jumps at you and like runs away, and you gotta try and find it. Like that game is really cool. Mm. It's a shame they're not gonna make a second one. Yeah, it is a shame. I hope Arcane Strikes Gold at some point. Yeah. I think uh, this is really loose. This is the the best thing I could. This is the best that my brain could do with that like statement. Yep. <laughs> this is when I was like twelve or thirteen. A big Zelda fan, and a younger friend of mine, only a year younger, was playing through Twilight Princess, and he got to the Temple of Time in that game, mm-hmm. which is basically the spider dungeon, and he was like super afraid. Of it, because there's the spiders. Because Twilight Princess was more like realistic, sort of quote unquote. Yeah, those spiders are pretty freaky in that game. Right. And but I don't know. By that point, I, I, it didn't freak me out. But I, I came over and like beat the boss for him in that, so he could move <laughs> on with the rest of the game. That's Actually, funny. now that I think about it, the I don't know if it's like <laughs> like playing it now. It's not, but like when I first played Skyrim for the first time. Oh. Um, and you have to go to the sky hole, sky hole, sky mouth, sky no. There's a, uh, like, after you, like, after you, after you get, you have to get the claw, the dragon claw from the first place. Yeah. Bleak Falls um, Barrow. Bleak Falls Barrow. And, like, going through that for the first time. Don't like, you mean Bleak Falls Barrow? The fucking accents in that game. <laughs> um, <laughs> one person doing every voice. And, like, I would have been, like, job. so Skyrim was, like, the first, um, more than, like, a couple of hours, like, you know, I mean, I, 
I played games like that, but I never put, you know, maybe over 20 plus hours into a game before. Okay. Um, until Skyrim. And it was, yeah, the first, it, it like was, it looked really good at the time, like, you know, in 2012 or when it, well, sorry, 2009 or whatever. 11. It came out. 11, really. Yep. Really? Really? Yep. Fuck. Yep. Um, that's wild. Jesus, games have come a long way. And they're still releasing that game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like pretty like realistic at the time. And I remember going through Bleakfall's Barrow and like having the, the dragons that like pop up. Every yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. like they're the giant like, fucking cool. spider. That giant like, spider. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. And there's the guy stuck in the web and you come yeah. free and he's like, he's, an he's like, fuck mm. you. Yeah. He's like, hey, come back here. Um, anyway, that's probably mine then. All right, cool. That's great. Good question. Thanks. Good conversation. Okay. I like that. It's just, oh, my computer's dead. I do actually. May I, may I borrow it? Yeah. So, I wanted to sort of bring up um, over the last couple of weeks, there's been a bunch of announcements for potentially industry shifting practices to come. It's interesting that all the, the, this has happened at the same time. Like recently? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. So it sort of kicked off with PlayStation now saying, hey, you can now start downloading our games instead of only streaming them. Because this is this is the most realized version of this sort of streaming platform. I didn't hear that, actually. You didn't hear that? No. Uh, it's, it's just it's Game Pass. Some PS4 games. It, it's most PS4 games, and that's about it. Not right. as many of the PS3 or the PS2 games. Maybe some PS2 classics Okay. Um, that you can download. You can't download all of them. Um, probably because the PS3 requires cell processor it's emulation. It's just a mess. Yeah. Um, so that sort of kicked off a few weeks ago. But uh, last week, both um, Google announced their own game streaming service system project, and then Xbox followed suit at the end of last week. So um, Google's uh, project stream, which is the most generic, boring name ever, because streaming means so many different things now, um, is a game streaming service where you stream a game to a Chrome browser on a desktop. So what that means is the test that's happening right now is you can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey in Chrome on any desktop based Chrome browser, which is Mac OS, Windows, Linus, <laughs> <laughs> Linux, and uh, Chrome OS, um, which is really weird. Mm. Like just talk about that for a sec, playing, playing AAA new games in Chrome. It's, it's very it's strange. So strange. Very strange. And, you know, it might be the future because everyone's got Chrome. Yeah. If this is a subscription service, like $12 a month to be able to play a library or it's like $30 to play the game on Chrome or whatever, like that could be mm. very industry defining. Um, and then followed up after that was Microsoft xCloud, which is also <laughs> the worst fucking name. It sucks. <laughs> um, and from basically what I gathered from that is like you get to play Xbox on phones. You get to connect a tablet or use touch interface to play Halo, which oh looks terrible. Oh my god. Um, and then it also reminded me that uh, Japan has uh, Switch streaming at the moment, so you can yeah. stream Resident Evil 7 and also Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, so basically... Odyssey? Yeah. On Switch? Yeah. In Japan. Much wow. like RE7. Wow. I, d- I didn't hear that. Like, I heard the Resident Evil stuff because that was the first one. Yeah. That's... Strange. Yep, totally. They announced it a couple of months ago. Um, so why, the reason why Resident Evil out of all games, and it's like not even like I, I think it's because that game isn't out on Switch. 
Yeah, that's the thing. But there's so many other games that aren't out on Switch. Like, yeah, but not, not the triple, not the triple A current gen experiences. So what what Resident Evil Seven and AC Odyssey being streamed to the Switch means is that you can play new games that aren't just a Bethesda Resident port. Resident Evil isn't even like a Seven isn't like they came out like a year and a half ago. Yeah, but that was it. Wasn't long after that that you could start streaming it. Yeah. Okay. It was when it came out, and like you couldn't run that game on the Switch like you can Odyssey or Bre- like a S- Mario Odyssey, I should specify, yeah. or Breath of the Wild. Um, same with AC Odyssey is is too huge. So the reason I, I sort of sort of lay the groundwork there for all of these fledgling streaming services, I've just got a couple. I've, I've got a couple of my own questions. Mm. So the first one I've got here is what do we think of Google jumping into the because this could be huge if they get a foothold what do you think this will mean for the industry I mean they've been they've been talking about games for ages you know like one of the biggest selling points well like one of the forefront selling points I should say for them making the pixel was VR yes which was a really interesting thing for them to openly say in their com- in their like in their flagship commercial they were talking about vr ready phone vr and ar ready and then they booted it for the next one well it's not that they booted it but it was like it it i don't think it was just as big as they as it was um when it was coming out yeah and like it's interesting like seeing Apple do a similar thing of trying to get into games also with yeah. their now saying, you know, like the that game company, um, which made Journey, Flower, Flow. Yeah, they're trying to get, like, in-house. Um, well, well, like, I mean, like, that that game company put out a game for the Apple TV. Yeah. Like, an exclusive Apple TV game. Um, which, Is there any good? I mean, it's probably, it's probably really good. I mean, like, that, that game company makes some quality fucking products, but I don't know anyone that plays it because it's an Apple TV... Th- or f- I think it's five. Yeah, one of the new ones. Exclusive, like it's not it, like none of the old Apple TVs can do it, can do it. Yeah. Shame because I have the I have the gen just before that one, and I was like, man, I would have loved to play another that game company game. Oh, totally. Um, They're such a treat. And the game was called Cloud, and it looked gorgeous. It was about like running on clouds with like socially with people. <laughs> like, social oh, cloud. Social running. cloud running. Um, cloud based gaming, and yeah, I don't know. Like it, it seemed. This seems like what they originally had the idea for when they made the Xbox, of like, one. the Xbox One. Yeah, so like when when they brought up when they had that whole like always online thing. Yeah. This is just an evolution of that, of that like you have to be you have to be online to play games, and now this is you have to be online to play games, and you don't even have to have it downloaded. Yeah, totally, absolutely. So it's interesting because um, you know, five years ago it was like you have to download the games, and everyone was like. Ah! And now it's just like, you just get to stream them. And everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. You know, what a difference a few years makes. Like, I think since the Xbox One original, I think internet has gotten better with these sort of services. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was ready back when they had announced it. I remember thinking back then going like, man, there's no way I can do that. Yeah. Um, and now, like, this is po- probably possible for a whole lot more people. Yeah, more people. Um, June? I don't really have an opinion. Yeah, right. no, that's fair. Not... This is some pretty inside baseball stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really interest me, to be honest. Okay. I mean, like, the, the, the Xbox thing... I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's interesting. What do you think... This is my second question. What do you think these services will mean for the next console generation? I mean, like, they're, oh, they're not going to be as powerful as 
you'd play on you know 4k tv like i don't think yeah. it's gonna be in competition with that at all that's true so so they'll you you'd think they'd probably still release premium console devices yeah um like, unless and then... they unless they have like um something that the switch is doing where you know you can take your put your plug your phone in and it becomes yeah playing on the big tv you know right 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 um i, I think what it'll be the next generation will not have a disc drive i think this this will be the end of the, the disc drive really? oh wow yeah what about cartridges though Cartridges maybe because you can hold more storage faster. Yeah, I was mostly kidding because Nintendo's still doing cartridges like it's nineteen ninety six. No, but like carts are like more efficient when it comes to that stuff. The downside yeah, is but they're th- expensive. That is the downside. They're so expensive. Yeah. Because um, such what, what will that mean for game retailers? That's 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 my biggest thing. I mean, if, you could just I mean doing that, what PC is doing. Well, but like that, that's what PC games, right? That, that's what they want to cut out though, because they like like game retailers take a cut. Well, see, that's the thing, and places like EB, the reason they push pre-orders is because when they sell a brand new game, they get like ten percent profit, and then it goes to distributors, goes to manufacturers, goes to the developer, goes to the publisher. Like the actual people who sell the games hardly get anything, so that's why they don't try and sell new games so much. EB Games makes. 90, 80% of its profit off pre-owned games. Yeah. Yeah, because all of the profit goes back to them. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's gonna completely ruin every game. I mean, like... like exactly. Like, the, like, any game retailer. Like, it's different in Australia, but I know a lot of people in America just don't go to GameStop because they don't need to. Yeah. Because they can just download a game and it'll be faster than for them to download the game as than it would for them to go out, buy the game, yeah. and come back. There's something so nice about having a physical... Yeah, and like, and, shelf, and, right? and I like that'll is that that is what I think I will miss the most about the the end of brick and mortar stores is owning the game physically. Mm. One because Life I yeah, like, like one because I like to own it, and two because it means that I won't own the game anymore. I'll own a license to the game, which can then get revoked whenever that company gets to, like shut down. Yeah, time to go to Gog. Yeah, and it's that is I mean that's also the argument against DRM and stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, like, I hope, I hope like in a couple of years when we when we come back and listen to this podcast again, we listen to this episode. It was like fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the future. The future's <laughs> not for twenty years. I mean, this is what people were saying at the end of the PS3 yeah. three sixty generation. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like now the infrastructure is there. It's. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think the internet is like see, good enough. Like I can't well, download yeah. a full game. You've, It'll take like two to three days. But like Australia is bad with that stuff. Yeah. That's the thing. You've both stumbled across my third question. What does this mean? Even if this is where America or Europe is going, what does this mean for Australian like game consumption? Because our internet, even if we all get NBN, it's just not that good. It's not good enough for it. I mean, the NBN, like like my speed is. Yes, yours is, but you have cable. Which is NBN. Yeah. People don't get 60 megabits per second down on NBN, though. Not on not on the fibre to the node. No, no. Down. But, like, like I think, you know, pr- provided how government changes next election, um, that could change. Um, <sighs> it's... Australia is a bit of a mess when that when it comes when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. So I think we're kind of a special case of a special kind of terrible. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, I, we are special in that regard, but there's also other markets in the world that are sizable that will not have the infrastructure to go to this new digital only world. So the question then becomes: 
does EB Games, does GameStop die off, but EB Games stays strong because there's a market in Australia and not in America? Maybe. Does... Well, so, like, EB Games only joined with GameStop maybe oh, was six like... years ago. Yeah. It wasn't, like, they were never always with GameStop. Um, and it, so it's like, if GameStop dies out, like, EB Games has enough legs, especially now that they're selling, like, loot and... And toys totally yeah. diversifying and it, stuff, like they, yeah. they have enough grounds like legs to stand on here. and hey that's a really good point maybe zing stores because uh, i was gonna say maybe um game companies only start selling special editions and collector's editions and stuff like that but where do you sell those if it's not at a game store but maybe you're right something like a merch store like zing where you're where you're already selling pop finals and merch and posters and stuff like that maybe that is where you sell not just collector's figures but like comic figures, but game figures as well, and game collector boxes, and stuff like that. Maybe there'd be some, some way, some commemorative token that you could get for each. I'm really sad talking about this. <laughs> I know it's 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 really interesting. I don't think it's going to happen because, because there are enough markets like ours that it's just too much of an ask in the next five years. I reckon to, to go to that. But it's it's gonna things are gonna change mm. in the next five or ten years. The world's gonna look very different in terms of game consumption well games on disc as a thing like i like an optical drive like a blu-ray drive is like a hundred bucks yeah and so i feel like oh yeah like having an optical drive in a console is expensive because you have to have the space for it and it's a hundred bucks extra to put onto it absolutely which is why i think maybe they might not like i don't know Sony might because they own Blu-ray or they have the patent to Blu-ray and so they make money just based off that. Yeah. I think what maybe they might have two versions of the console, one with the optical drive and one without. They'll have this... Ooh, like a... PlayStation 5S, the S is going to stand for streaming. So what if it's, what if it's the, the PlayStation 4 standard? Or S or whatever. Yeah. But then the, the 5, PlayStation 5 standard. Yeah. And then the pro model, like the proper like 4K one, it's got the 4K HD Blu-ray player. I can't fucking believe they didn't put that in a fucking PlayStation 4 Pro. So what right? the fuck? You own it. And then, and then the other one is just 1080p. Download your games, stream your games. Yeah, like I can see that. Um, I can, I can, I can see them making a stream-only version of a console. Yeah. Um, for like a hundred. 150 200 less yeah like and yeah like i i, I can definitely see that um mm, it's very interesting it's when yeah it's interesting like going back to your other question carrie like i don't quite know where google fits into this yeah because they don't have a platform well they do Except but they it's, do it's, it's it's the it's the play store it's well it's chrome in this instance in terms of playing games i feel like they'll integrate it i, f- I feel like games into the play store yeah. Well, like, like, like full-on games into the Play Store. Like, Microsoft have done that with the Windows Store. Yeah, that's gone so well. I mean, it's gone better. <laughs> Do you remember when you couldn't download anything because that store is crap? No, that was my computer broke. Oh, okay, my yeah. bad. Yeah, that was my... I re- Sorry, Microsoft. That, that was my... I reformatted my hard drive and I fixed it. Okay. Um, it was a stupid issue. Um, but yeah. Like, it's, it's still stupid that you can't back up games. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it's... I don't know. Yeah. 
like I, I mean, we can't know. We're prognosticating at this. No, point, I mean, but... like no one knows. People have ideas. Bethesda will be the first ones to jump onto it. One hundred percent. Stream only. Yeah. Interesting. That, like they they have they have always been a fan of that. Yeah. They and you know whatever fucking Zenimax sent a takedown notice to someone selling a pre-owned version of one of their games on eBay. Remember that? <laughs> like what the hell was that? Yeah, Zenimax is super litigious. Oh my god, it's. Yeah, like, that is what it'll be. I feel like the, whatever, like, some, the next Switch thing yeah. Yeah. is, like, I don't know what Nintendo are going to do, because they they can kind of wait, because they've just put out the Switch. And it is a success. Yeah. So, I don't know if they'll keep carts. I don't know if they'll have one version with cart, one version without. Yeah. But Nintendo doesn't really matter, because they sort of, they charge a premium no matter what. Yeah, that and they're very focused on what works the best for Japan, and Japan has fantastic internet. So they could just put out a stream-only version of their console and just wipe their hands, say, you want to play Mario Maker levels? <laughs> like, just <laughs> put up two middle fingers to everyone else. <laughs> Walk around and bump into your friends to get more Mario Maker levels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slap people in the head with your Switch to yeah. get more Mario levels. <laughs> uh, it's, it's interesting times. It's super uncertain. I think more so than last console generation, it's, we're, gonna, we're looking at what might be a new age which is weird to say and mm. i feel like a i feel like a bit of a dick saying that but um it's going to be super interesting yes definitely all right um we haven't taken a break but we're getting towards let's take a break okay uh we're taking a break but I, it's not that we're not into you it's just we just need some space okay so after we've taken it's, some it's time it's me not you stop stop stop, stop. let's stop okay <laughs> Why don't you put the Why don't you put the jumper in the pocket? I put it in the hood. Why don't you make Mickey like swallow himself? <laughs> Did you hear Mickey Mouse removed a rib? <laughs> <laughs> so, so every generation has had that. Who Who was the person that you were told at school removed a rib? Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. For me, it was Snoop Dogg. What the fuck? Yeah. Really? Is that like, is that never... like a, a Gen a Gen Y? So like. I remember people got told, like, people younger than me got told, um, Soldier Boy. Um, some... Why are they always musicians? Soldier Boy? Yeah. I've never heard the Soldier Boy one. Yeah. Um, I've never heard Snoop Dogg. Yeah, i never heard Snoop Dogg either. Some people got told Kirk Cobain. It's It's always, like, a punky sort of, like, Something artist. that would make sense. Yeah. People who would get piercings everywhere would also get ribs removed. <laughs> yes. Yes. What? Alright, great. That I recorded all of that. I have no idea whether I'm going to cut that out or not. <laughs> well, we're, we're back and we've decided that we're, we're ready to give it another shot. Um, we're ready to... I, I, I don't know, I didn't get to finish the joke before, so... I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, wrapping joke, it in together. It wasn't, it wasn't there at all. So. Kick us off, Jeremy. What are we going into for our final segment? Uh, the... I'm just double-checking to see if it's confirmed. I don't think it's actually confirmed yet, but... Is this the, the rumours of Microsoft acquiring Obsidian? Yes, it is 100% that. Um, not a whole lot to talk about, apart from this is another expansion of Microsoft's first party. Yep, which they did a massive amount of during E3. A ridiculous amount of. Like, a it just that segment just kept on going with the yeah. amount of studios that they bought. Um, Promising for the future, when we were all in the cloud. Yeah. I, well, what did you say before? Cloud running? Uh... I don't remember what I said before. Um, Clouds something. Cloud power. Obsidian did Fallout. New Vegas. New Vegas. Okay. Yeah. 
And then they've also done the Pillars of Eternity games more recently. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's their biggest claim to fame. Eh. Uh, their biggest claim is probably Knights of the Old Republic. Two. Yes. yes. Not one. Yes, 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 not one. Yes. Important to stress. Yeah, yes. Yes, very fair. Um, yeah, so uh, I think it's interesting. They bought... So what are they buying? They bought Ninja Theory. They yeah. bought the company that made Forza. Yes. Because they didn't own that. Yeah. Did they not own Forza? That, I think they owned Forza, but they didn't own the studio. Yeah. Okay. That, that's really a, the only distinction. I remember when they said it, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know they already owned that. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, they also bought the, Undead Labs behind State of Decay. Yes. That was the other one. Th- that was the other one which I was like, oh, I also didn't know that they didn't own yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Um, the what team behind there? We Happy Few. Yeah, that's right. Um, Man, that game petered out, didn't it? Yes. What, what a shame. Yeah, it did. Uh Partly, you think, because of that early it access. It didn't, didn't need to be $99. It also yeah. just didn't seem like... It seemed kind of half-baked. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, my only impression of that game was the very, very, like, pre-alpha early access that they had, and it looked like a really bad survival game. I yeah. Like, I thought this was Bioshock. I haven't. I Everyone thought it was Bioshock. It. Oh, man. Take it back. Uh, I've, got, I, I've, got, I've got the <laughs> list up here. Um, let's see. Ninja Theory, which made... Uh, yeah, so Ninja Theory, who made Hellblade. Yes. Uh, and... Playground Games, which made Forza, I believe. Or was that Compulsion? No, I think that's Playground. Yes. Undead, which made... State of Decay. State of Decay, and Compulsion made... Um, we Happy Few. Okay. Uh, I thought there was six. I thought there was six, too. Hang on. We'll cut this out, audience. Don't worry, you're not hearing this. Don't worry, audience. Why am I talking to you if you're not going to hear this? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the audience. The Initiative was the another initiative. one. Global something. This article sucks. They bought five studios. Five, okay. Undead Labs, which made Dead of Decay. Playground Games, which made Forza. Ninja Theory, which made Hellblade. Compulsion, we made We Happy Few. And Fifth is an all-new studio, that was it. Oh, that's right. Uh, which is headed by the former chief of Crystal Dynamics, who spearheaded the Tomb Raider reboot. Okay, interesting. Didn't Corey Barlog worked at Crystal Dynamics for a while? Yes, he pitched the idea of a no-cut um, Tomb Raider game, oh. and they laughed at him. That's right, I, I heard that. That would have been... no-cut God of War. Yeah, then they did no-cut God of War, and it was fantastic, <laughs> and man, do I wish they made a no-cut Tomb Raider, because I reckon that would have been awesome. Um, yeah, that game's too schlocky. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And, and another anyway, story. Anyway. Obsidian. Yeah. Um, I think it fits with them. Um, they, they want more single-player games. They need more single-player games. Oh, they absolutely Obsidian do. make long RPG single-player games. Yeah. Is that what they want, though? Like, do they want... Like, Pillars of Eternity, it's sort of like a bit of an obscure sort of RPG. Like, that's sort of like... You know how you look at Divinity Original Sin and you're like... I haven't played that game, and that game looks like a very intense RPG for people who really enjoy that, and I don't know if that's me. That's yep. sort of what I think of when I think of Pillars of Eternity. Mm, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, um, but Knights of the Old Republic 2 and um, Fallout New Vegas are kind of easier to get into, I reckon. Yeah. I, I think Pillars of Eternity 2 was very much... Eternity 2? Yeah. Um, I don't know. If... And 1. Oh, and 1. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about those games. They did both. Right. They, they're, that's their game. Right. Yeah, like, I feel like that's very much a their game. Like, that's the game that that studio wants to play. Yeah, sort of like a dungeon crawler RPG. Yeah, and I feel like with Phil Spencer now, the head of it, 
he'll be he'll rein him into something which is accessible to a lot of people. Yeah. Like like all of their games now are super accessible. Like I have never really been a big driving fan, but I've been playing Forza Horizon Four. Holy shit, that game is really fun. Yeah, I saw a tweet today saying, I don't even like driving games, but this is in my top 10 for all year. And then the, the, really the reply good. to that was like, actually, check that. I don't even like cars, and I'm still <laughs> having a great time. Yeah. I, um, I almost bought an Xbox just for Forza the other day. It's really fun. It's so pretty, and the entire game is just a music festival, <laughs> and there's stunt right Anyway. I can't wait for them for the next Hot Wheels. Um, oh my god, please. Because they did that for three. They did that for three, and it looked so fun. Um, anyway, so like a lot of the games that have come out recently are super accessible. Like another one being um, the pirate game. What's that pirate game? Thieves. Thieves. Sea of Thieves. 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 <laughs> yes, Thieves. Of Thieves. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a perfect fit, and I'm glad that that studio will now have um, security. Because when they release Pillars of Eternity 1 and 2, I was thinking, this kind of feels like the end. I don't don't know many people who are playing this game. I hope it sells enough that they they can keep making games, because they're obviously very talented. But this is a little bit like, Um. So, yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't bought Crystal Dynamics, honestly. Crystal Dynamics? That's Square. Square's got them. Oh, the Square on Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and it's Tomb Raider. Yeah, but I thought it was like a... Right, okay. No, Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's that's Square. I wonder if they'll buy it from Square. I don't think Shadow is going to do as well as... Wait, no, but... is Shadow Crystal Dynamics? No, it isn't. That's right. So Shadow is the third game in this franchise made in collaboration with Crystal Dynamics, but I think more as like consultants. Idris Montreal behind that's it. Mankind Divided, Deus yes. Ex Mankind Divided, which was a flop, which was very sad. How long is that studio going to last? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not surprised that Shadow has, has been middling reviews because they swapped development studios. That's right. And Crystal Dynamics is making the Avengers game. That's right. Yes. Who that knows could... what the fuck that's going to be? Hopefully good. Oh, I mean... Maybe it'll be one cut. <laughs> and somehow they change between characters. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, June. Um, I just had like two, two other little baby things yep. to touch on because they were fairly recent news. Mm-hmm. Um, Borderlands VR. Oh right. yeah, no, I saw that yesterday. How we feel about that? I'm not a big Borderlands fan. Yeah. So I, I played the first Borderlands with a good friend of mine. It was fine. It was good enough. The shooting wasn't, I didn't. Story was blur, whatever. Setting was blur, whatever. Story is jokes. Shooting is blur, whatever. Like, don't even listen to the writing because I'm playing with my friends, you know, sort of right. the deal. So it's like a good setting to hang out. This game doesn't have multiplayer, so... Right. I'm a bit like... Wait, the VR, this one, VR one? Yeah. yeah. Borderlands 2 VR does not have the multiplayer. I'm interested because I always like the idea of um, fully realised VR experiences, stuff like Super Hot VR, stuff like Resident Evil Seven VR, that being a whole um, thing. Um, there's something else. Skyrim VR. Skyrim VR. That's the one that that really hooks me. It's Fall- like that whole game. Fallout VR too. In VR and Fallout, where it's like, wow, that that could be something. Just just one quick tangent. I saw someone on Twitter who has opened up a drawing application while in Fallout VR and has started sketching locations in Fallout in VR. 
like as in so that they have like a drawing pad in front of them. Oh my goodness. And so they're drawing while in a location inside Fallout VR. That's incredible. And they're sketching locations oh, so of they can't see what they're drawing because they've got the Well like 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 it's one of those digital tablets, so like it it can like so what they're drawing on the screen oh. is also showing up in game in front of That's cool. It looks so cool. That's so neat. Yeah. Like, that's... that's the future. And they can get like full perspective because they're in VR, so they can yeah. walk up to something to see how it's anyway. You know uh Tilt Brush, Google's like 3D drawing yeah. VR program. That that looks sick. I'd yeah. love to play that. Anyway, um, so yeah, this looks... Because this looks like a realised version of, like, proper shooting mechanics and, like, the driving works and stuff like that, and, like, I'm, I mean... The well, driving's in third person, though. I don't think it was. Pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it isn't. You sure? From the trailer, it looked like you were in the cockpit, and like the the gun was like. Oh, I just like, like I haven't seen. I like I, I'm in in original Borderlands. Oh yeah, no, in 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 this VR. Oh okay, right. They put it in the first person. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and then you could see the you could see the gun like pointing overhead, and you can like aim it. Oh okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued, but kind of a bit bleh. Borderlands. I feel like I feel that way about Borderlands in general. La Noir, sorry, was the other game I was thinking about in VR. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other how, one how we... was um, Stardew for iOS. Yeah, I, I saw that today. I think it's a great fit. Oh god, yeah. Look, no, I think like after it's Switch. Yeah. It's Switch release. It's so good going on Switch. Really well. Um, I think this is going to be excellent. I don't know how it's going to control because there's a lot of like little things on the screen. Yeah. You press. Um, I assume it'll be similar to Minecraft Pocket Edition. I haven't played. It's like, like, like I mean, like it'll just be like. The, the joysticks and then they just have a hot bar you can just swap Probably between yeah. yeah um or like I wonder if you have to touch the screen to harvest your crops like Farmville style or something or you you, you know you have to use the hmm. like buttons on the screen I don't know I don't know it'll be interesting to see how they do it it's crazy to think how far that game has come since it was made by one person yeah and like now it's got multiplayer and I mean obviously you know, I think it's not just one person working on the game now um but I like I hope not but it's like that game came out had fairly regular updates and has come out on multiple consoles and on steam and it's been a hit and now is multiplayer and now is out on ios like that's and it's one of those games where the people who bought it on steam will have bought it on console yeah bought it on switch yeah it's one of those games where if you buy it you tend to buy it multiple times because you want to play it in multiple locations yeah Similar you, to Isaac. And, and you're happy to start it over again. Yes. And yes. you're happy to try something new and different. Yeah, no, that... I'm glad that... It's always nice to hear such um, indie success stories. You, you should play that game. I should play that game. I'd like to. You should play that game with Sam. I do want to do that. Yeah, that would be good. Then I have to buy that game twice. Worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. I oh, know it's worth it. I just need the money. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till Christmas comes around. Just so I can work more. No, nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> Um, anything else? Kerry? I think we've been pretty comprehensive. This. Yep. Can you think of anything that happened big newsworthy in the last couple of weeks that wasn't what we talked about? That you want to touch on for like a minute? Not particularly. Yeah, no, neither can I. June? Let me just quickly yeah. check. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy with where we're at. Cool. So, the last thing I have is kind of a, like... Uh, the end of well so far the end of the story to something that we talked about last time which was Telltale yeah um, which was that the left the rest of the people who were working at Telltale who were working on The Walking Dead have now been laid off not all of them the skeleton crew has been laid off not all of them you sure? yeah because they're not working on that game anymore so there was one there was one person who said on Twitter 
hey, I've just been laid off. I was part of the skeleton crew. Right. But then she had to follow up later saying, hey, it wasn't all of us. I got fired. A couple of other people got fired. Not everyone else got fired yet. So they're, 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 still, they're scaling down, but it wasn't... Really? Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. Because... No one knows what they're doing. Because they're not working on... Because Skybound Games have now taken control of... They were never... The Skeleton Crew was never there for... Um, was never there to look after Walking Dead. They were there to look after Minecraft for Netflix. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I got my facts mixed up. That's right. Um, more people have been fired from Telltale. Yep. Bad. Slowly. Doubt they'll get severance. Well, no, they definitely won't. Um, and... Yeah, and then Skybound Games has now picked up what's left of The Walking Dead to finish it. Yeah, and they're... Which is weird, because that studio only got announced in April. It's run by the... Like, it's owned by the person who owns Skybound, which is the person... Yeah, which is the person who made The Walking Dead. Yeah, so it's a good fit, honestly. Like, it seems like a... a, If it had to go to somewhere, that seems good. And, like... I mean, who knows what their their talent is. Well, that's the thing. They said that they're they're trying to hire as many of the... Oh, really? possible, I think. Right, okay. Or I mean, maybe you... not as many as possible, but they're trying to hire old old Telltale stuff to finish that game. I mean, they would. Like, who, You'd have to. who else would you get? You'd have to. Um, Depending, I mean, it's been, what, two or three weeks now? I mean, how many of them already have other jobs? I know it won't be all of them, but it'll be a lot, yeah. especially their higher-ups. And Skybound, I'm sure, have a lot more money than Telltale did, yeah. uh, seeing as they were re- relying on deals. Yeah, um, And, yeah, because I think I read somewhere that... They weren't getting another Walking Dead deal, yeah, and that that deal fell through, and another deal fell through, which is why they completely shut down or yeah. were shutting down, and that also lines up with the same time that Skybound announced their own studio. Mm. So I wonder if they always had the intention of making more Walking Dead games post Telltale's The Walking Dead. So maybe this might have just sped up their plans. Mm. Like who knows how that? Yeah happened and it's interesting because like skybound obviously would have licensed telltale uh walking dead to telltale and now they sort of i guess have to buy the license back or something like that it's super strange i mean they own the license yeah but skybound like games doesn't or whatever the the game studio is there that you know i I don't know you're right they do own the license but yeah did you something i heard about earlier today is that um did you guys know that telltale has a publishing arm Mm. publish games there's a game that was that they announced was coming to console one day before they they laid everyone off. Jesus. And that game is in limbo now. Mm. Fuck. Because some of the some of the studios it was the console release, so I think it's still coming out on PC, but Who um, developed it? I can't remember who it was. It was something I wanna say it was like Beat Sheet or something like that, but the beat was the sheet was spelt like beat mm. or beat seat or something like that. Um not bit trip. No. Beat Team Games. Yeah, Beat Team. And Beat is spelt like team. Um, yeah, so Sorry, Beam Team. Beam Team. Yeah. Beam spelt like team. Oh, that's the game about the shark. Stranded Deep. Stranded Deep. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's such a shame for them. They got caught in the crossfire. And they're like, we're trying, guys. We're trying to find someone. We're trying to get news. But it's just... They put, all, they put their eggs in that basket, as you would. Because you think it's a good basket. It's fucking telltale. Yeah. It's such a shame. It's just... What a poison chalice, you know? Yeah. Anyone who's just gone near that company in the last year or so is just going to be yeah. burned. It's such a shame. And on that note, <laughs> mm. 
Thank you very much for listening to the Minimap Cast. Uh, we greatly appreciate your attention and your time. Uh, if you would like more from us, you can listen to our other podcast. That's the Game Spoilers Podcast. It's a monthly game club where we talk about uh, games that are coming up. Our last one was Donut County. That's up right now. And our next one coming up is Last Days of June. So if you want to get in on that, in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, that will be releasing. And you can listen to the discussion, engage with us on Twitter. Uh, you can do that at the Twitter accounts for at MinimapAU. If you want to talk to Game Spoilers Twitter, that's at Game Spoilers Pod. Uh, Jeremy? Uh, at ob one Jez. I am at KJPalmer underscore 24. G? Um, J-U-N underscore E-S-S. Uh, you can also, if you're looking for more content, read my Assassin's Creed Origins article on minimap.com.au. Uh, I spend a lot of time making GIFs and writing for that uh, article, and I really like it. And if you could give it a read, that'd be great. It's good. Thank you. It's good. Thank you. I disagree, but it's good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else? Yes, you can find this on almost all audio services. We've been accepted to Spotify. We're on there. Yep. Um, we're on we're iTunes. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Uh, not yet. Okay. We're, we're on Are places. On yet? Yeah, we should be. So because yeah. they they I'm pretty sure they use iTunes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of places just use other places. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to use if you want to listen to this on a service that we are not currently on, ping us a message. We'll on get Stitcher. on it, and then and then we'll we'll be all over it. Like 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 like. I, oh, don't so, to, I don't know how to. I don't know how to finish so it. There's so many you could go with here. I, I don't have any. I've got frog in a sock, but that's popping off like a. That's yeah. not on like a. June, help! What do you got? On like a. We'll be on that service like. Be on like a June on a BNHA episode. Nice. I like that one. I don't know. Um, Is that English? So uh, no, it's okay. not. <laughs> it's not actually. Uh, great. Well, I think that's it. Is that all the shilling? Yeah. I did it. I didn't even look at anything. Yeah. Great. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.